The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Hey, it's Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. I'm Catherine Cole, and here's the latest. The American Society for Testing and Materials, or ASTM, has created a new logo that they hope will eventually become a unified symbol serving as a product warning label on cannabis products. Right now, states with legal cannabis markets each already have their own unique symbols that they require on THC products. This new ASTM symbol is not intended to replace those state symbols, which are already established, but rather the new one is intended to be used in cannabis marketplaces that have not yet established a symbol. The ASTM hopes that eventually the already established markets will integrate this new one onto their products too. The intention behind this is to have one uniform symbol across all the states and potentially across the world that would help consumers clearly identify the products that could cause THC intoxication or create a safety hazard while driving. And as for what it looks like, the new ASTM symbol is an upright yellow triangle with a black border and an image of a black marijuana leaf right in the middle. With Canada having already legalized cannabis across their country, they're definitely a step ahead of the United States. Looking at what's happening with weed in Canada can be a good source of information for the American cannabis market. An article by Leafly this week covers a cannabis trend that's been growing in Canada, namely sublingual strips. Sales of these types of products increased 3,000% between 2020 and 2021. Sublingual strips are popular for being discreet, portable, simple to use, and fast-acting. The strips resemble breath mint strips, such as Listerine pocket packs, and they're placed under the tongue in the same way. They have a quick onset of effects at about 15 minutes. This is because they're avoiding the gastrointestinal system and they enter directly into the bloodstream underneath the tongue. Plus, because it avoids the gastrointestinal system, it gives the consumer a feeling similar to smoking or vaping. One element which could be either good or bad, depending on the user, is that the strips only come in doses of either 5 or 10 milligrams of THC. Another potential negative for some people is that they don't last for very long. The sublingual strips are available in some U.S. marketplaces now, but they don't have a large market share. However, by watching the massive growth that's been happening in Canada, we can guess that there's a lot of potential here as well. Harris Brick and Law has been keeping a close eye on the different state bills that are proposed and passed for cannabis. This past week, they spoke about an interesting bill for California, which proposed the possibility for interstate cannabis trade. If passed, California State Bill 1326 could enable the governor to enter into trade agreements with other states with legalized cannabis. Oregon enacted a very similar bill in 2019 that allowed their governor the ability to make agreements with neighboring states where marijuana is legal, such as Washington and California. So if California passes this latest bill, they and Oregon will be ready to begin negotiating trade agreements. All of this, though, is still, of course, subjected to federal law. But these bills and potential agreements would put these states in an advantage because the moment that cannabis is made federally illegal, 
they'd already have the agreements in place to begin interstate cannabis trade. Cannabis tourism is quickly becoming a thing. Out-of-towners, or even out-of-staters who are curious, could take tours showing all parts of the growing and processing procedures in some states. Grayline San Francisco has become the first major sightseeing tour company to venture into cannabis tourism. Grayline's been known for hitting all types of typical tourism sites, like downtown San Francisco, Alcatraz, even wine tours. But this is their first foray into cannabis. They've partnered with a smaller boutique company that's already been running cannabis tours for a while called Mendocino Experience. The company is launching a special weed and wine tasting tour on 420 this year. Grayline San Francisco CEO Xavier Valls said, We are always looking for different and unique experiences to offer our customers. Our ambition at Grayline San Francisco is to become a one-stop shop for any tourist that visits Northern California. And based on this vision, we felt that offering a tour that covers the history of the Emerald Triangle, the cannabis industry, and a wine tasting was something no one was offering yet. We're grateful to partner with Mendocino Experience for this experience. Having a major tour company operate these types of cannabis tours is a great way to bring education on the cannabis industry to the general population. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on the mnewsnow.com. Later.